DeGramit. Nothing personal. Word of the day is DeGramit. Jacob DeGrom. Are you a Mets fan? Because if you are, you've got to be DBR. You simply have to be. You're in first place. That's pretty amazing. But you've got to be despondent beyond repair because the best pitcher in baseball, foreign substance or not, and he may not even use foreign substances. All of his players came out and said he doesn't. All of his position players. But he's made out of tinfoil, it appears. I want to take you through last night's game if you weren't paying attention. Three innings, eight strikeouts, an RBI base knock, and then out of the game. Shoulder tightness. And he said it's no big deal. The start before he had some side tightness, some back tightness, some elbow tightness, some forearm tightness. He's pitched better than any pitcher of any season ever. He's on track to have the greatest season in the history of pitching, except he hasn't pitched enough innings. What are the Mets supposed to do about this? They already signed him to a long-term deal. He's 32, 33 years old. There's so much talk going on in baseball right now about injuries. We talk about it on nothing personal. Every day, it's a new ace getting injured. Just the other day, Shane Bieber of the Indians got hurt. Max Scherzer went on the DL. Jacob DeGrom saying, I'm good. Don't worry. I just remember that we had pitchers. One of the things when you run a baseball team is you watch the game differently. You're looking for what players are doing, when they're supposed to be doing it, where they're supposed to be, how they're supposed to be doing what they're doing. You're looking at the signs from the third base coach, what play is supposed to happen when. You're looking at managerial decisions. But something that you also have to do, which made me absolutely bonkers, is every day there was a pitcher pitching who was a prospect or a long-term sign or are better pitchers. Every pitch, every inning of every day that they pitched, I worried that they were going to get hurt because every pitcher is one pitch away. It's a terrible way to go through life, actually, waiting for bad things to happen because invariably bad things do happen. They mostly happen to good people. Only the good die young, as Billy Joel would say. Coke and I will be doing this show when we're 150 years old. Yes, we will. But I hated watching and thinking, oh, did he wince? Because DeGrom threw a pitch and he did something that looked different. And the trainer, the manager, the GM, the president were all looking, always. And when they wince or they have a movement that looks different or the release point's different or their velocity is off, it means something bad is going on. You cannot be the Mets and keep moving forward, assuming Jacob DeGrom simply has all these things going on with him and they're not related. It's just not how it works with the pitcher's body. When you've got elbow, forearm, shoulder tightness, it means something's wrong in your arm. He's gonna get an MRI today. To, an MRI today. All right, Coco, let's do that again. 66, 68, 69. Jacob DeGrom is gonna get an MRI today. And the MRI is supposed to show what's going on in the arm, in the shoulder, in the elbow. The Mets will release something, maybe not right immediately, but they'll get the results immediately. But you know they're holding their breath. 18 years holding my breath. 
worried about injuries, arguing with the union and players and thinking about collective bargaining. It's exhausting. And what's going on in baseball right now is an absolute cluster duck. It's not enough that MLB issued a memo about foreign substances that we covered in detail yesterday. It's not enough that the players are angry. It's not enough that Tyler Glasnow said he got hurt because of foreign substances. But yesterday night, Scott Boris doubled down. And I want to give you the background because I'm tired of you thinking that this is a personal vendetta against Scott Boris. Hey, it's nothing personal. I have nothing against him personally. I don't know him as a father, husband, philanthropist. I know him as an agent. I don't have a social relationship with him. He's not a friend, barely an acquaintance. I know how he does business. And the way Scott Boris does business is that he wants to make sure that the players are represented by the union that he claims to not be a part of and separate from, which he's not. His hands are all over the union and how they operate. He wants to make sure the union does everything in their power to maximize player earnings. I'm in. I believe that everyone should have advocates. I believe in everyone's right to a defense. I believe in everyone's right to make as most money as possible. What I don't believe is in the right of a blowhard to say things with zero basis in reality and then have other people do his bidding on top of that. Have you noticed who's doing the talking in baseball? Do you know who Garrett Cole's agent is? Garrett Cole pitched yesterday. We lost our pick of the day. Garrett Cole beat the Blue Jays. Garrett Cole got to meet the media and he got to clean his act up. And he got to say exactly what was in his mind way better than last time he pitched when he couldn't answer whether he used foreign substances. I can't answer that question, he said. Well, yesterday he was very able to answer it because he met with Scotty and they came up with an answer. Because Scotty's plan is that he wants control over what happens in the relationship between players and management. So he's got Garrett Cole saying, we just want communication. We just want to be spoken to. We don't want any gray areas. Okay, Garrett, I'm with you. What's gray about the memo that baseball sent out? That's not the issue you should be focused on. As usual, Boras got it wrong. The memo is clear as day. 20 miles of visibility is how clear it is. Infinite horizon visibility. Anything that's used to doctor the ball from spit to rosin to pine tar to sunscreen to spider tack to anything else you can think of is illegal and comes with a 10-day suspension with pay. That seems clear. What Garrett Cole should have said is that what he's looking for is some sort of better rollout of this change because he's not comfortable, quote, going cold turkey. And that's what all the players are now saying who have used foreign substances, who have cheated for so long. And yeah, I'm saying cheated because when you violate a rule that you know exists to improve and increase your performance, that's cheating. How long is it going to take for someone to compare this scandal 
to the steroid scandal. Let's just go back and review this. Steroids are used to cover up injuries, to enhance your performance. Spider tech is used to grip the ball better, get better command, and help your ball do things it's not supposed to do. That's a performance-enhancing substance. It's not a drug. You're not ingesting it. It's a PES. The players made a mistake here. It's perfectly fine to doctor the ball and violate the rules because MLB was not going to enforce them and everything was going great until you went too far. The equivalent is getting an inch and taking a foot. The equivalent is when you get in trouble for doing something, not because of the thing that you've done, but because you've done it so often and so blatantly. How do you know when to punish your children? You punish them when they break the rules in a way that is so blatant that you can't dismiss it as teenage angst and teenagers or kids trying to find their way and test their boundaries. You've got to teach them when enough is enough and the way you teach them is that you take more away than what they had. And that's what Major League Baseball is doing. It is punishing the pitchers because they went too far. And by punishing them by taking away all foreign substances, that's not where this ends, folks. In the next collective bargain agreement, there will be part of the agreement what substances pitchers can use, and it will be very well delineated. It will be very well spelled out. You may use X, you may not use Y. Umpires will be taught what X looks like versus what Y is. Pitchers will be forced to come clean, quote unquote, show the umpire before every game. That's my rule. The umpires will see every pitcher and what they are using that particular day. I want to see your armpits. I want to see under your hat. I want to see inside your glove. Let me see your uni. Let me see your belt. Let me see what's in the dugout. It'll just be a pregame check. All right, you've got sunscreen, rosin, and pine tar. Great. Thank you very much. What the hell is that? I don't recognize it. Nope, can't use it. By making it very clear to pitchers what can be allowed, this problem goes away. But MLB fumbled it so badly that Scott Boris said, this is my moment right now to let MLB know how neglectful they have been, how wrong they are in applying this rule and in changing this rule midstream. So out of nowhere, you haven't seen the union with a statement. You haven't seen any other agent with a statement, but Scott Boris comes up with a doozy and he impugns Michael Hill at the same time. And that pissed me off. Michael Hill, someone I worked with for 18 years. Not true. 2002, 2017, 15 years. Michael Hill has more morals than you do, Boras, by a lot. But you say that MLB knew, as did all GMs, including Michael Hill. You named him, why? Because he's the one, his name is on the memo that was sent to the players. Boras, you know better than that. You know that MLB puts the name of the on-field operations guy in these memos that deal with on-field operations, but you know very well this is way above Mike Hill. You know Mike Hill didn't make the final decision on this. 
MLB knew that clubs for years have taught pitchers to use a variety of gripping agents. This was the custom and practice, Boras said, of all MLB teams, and the commissioner's office was fully aware their technical rule was ignored by them in all MLB teams. I'm in. So far, I'm good. He then says the latest iterations of gripping substances and advances in performance measuring technology illustrate we have gone from the grip freeway to the performance enhancing Autobahn. You're right. I'm still in agreement, Scott. Everyone agrees limiting legislation is required and the commissioner's office should have acted years before. Really? Are you sure you wanted them to act before Garrett Cole got the contract that you got for him from the Yankees? Are you sure that's what you mean, Scott? because you had me going great in your first paragraph and a half, but now you're gonna blame the commissioner's office for not acting? When you took advantage of that fact and you knew very well because you've got your own academy, you've got your own way of telling pitchers, your own pitchers what to use, and I know you're involved for a fact. To completely abolish gripping agents other than rosin, he continued, creates a major issue as all MLB pitchers were taught by their teams control of the baseball with the use of gripping substances. Let me be extremely clear of how wrong he is. What we would do to our pitchers, we're at the big league level. You know exactly what it takes to be a big leaguer. We are gonna turn our back, but supply you with what's necessary to use the gripping agent you like. And if you get better spin because you're going above and beyond, we're gonna turn our back like we did with the back knee. I admit that. But it's not as though we mandated which pitchers used what. It's not as though pitchers come into the minor leagues through the drafter from high school and they have no idea. Oh my God, I can use a gripping agent? I never heard of such a thing. High school pitchers, college pitchers, they don't all of a sudden come to single A, double A and say, oh my God, boom. Their head would explode with the knowledge that they can use these agents. G-M-A-B. As agents, you are involved from the beginning. You get involved with your players way before we do as major league organizations. Scott Boris then had his players do his bidding. A player who hasn't done a thing, his name is Zach Gallen. He's a good player, good pitcher, traded by the Marlins to the Diamondbacks for Jazz Chisholm. Zach Gallen was traded by the Cardinals to the Marlins as part of a big package for Marcelo Zuna that included Sandy Alcantara, who just pitched that complete game loss the other day against the Cardinals, ironically. Zach Gallen did something that as a rookie, you do not do ever, especially while pitching for a team that is setting the record for the most road losses in a row. There are five and 36 in their last 41 games. You're coming off an injury and you say, Mike Hill was in charge of an organization that was definitely at one point saying, hey, you're going to need these things to help you. Zach Gallen impugning Mike Hill and the Marlins. And believe me, I would like to tell you that Derek Jeter and Denbo and those other clowns running the Marlins are responsible for this and that they are throughout the minor league system doing things behind Mike Hill's back. It's just not the case. 
Is it going on? Yes. Are the players forced to use it? That's like saying we would force players to use steroids. No, we would be happy when they did. We take advantage of it when they did because we wanted them to play well, but we'd also get screwed when they play well on steroids, stop taking steroids after signing a big deal and then suck. So you think we want pitchers to use these foreign substances, have this sort of spin rate, then sign them to long-term deals and then have them suck after? Guess what's going to happen, Scotty boy? No one's going to sign anybody. You don't think that it's coincidence that the players who we now think do steroids or we think are using these gripping agents that are illegal, that they're not going to get the type of deals that you think they should get? Owners are smart. They don't want to pay money to players who had falsely buttressed performance. Zach Gallen calls out Rob Manford. Zach Gallen should not utter the name of the commissioner. Save that for your other players, Scott. Why not have Max Scherzer say something? Where's he? He's another one of your players, and he's on the executive council of the union. But you chose your player, Zach Gallen's represented by Boris. You chose a player, a harmless player, to put out in the line of fire. You absolute wimp. Get one of your veterans calling out Rob Manford for not speaking publicly about the issue. Who do you think you are? Well, it forced Mike Hill to give a response. Mike Hill spoke to the commissioner. Mike Hill spoke to the head of PR in baseball, likely because Mike Hill's not going to do a written response without speaking to them because I know Mike Hill. And what Mike Hill did is an example of why I am petrified of a lockout at the end of this season. Mike Hill's statement from Mike Hill is not really from Mike Hill. It is predictable that a player represented by a particular agent would make false accusations about me given my current role and the agent's obvious desire to distract people from the current issues surrounding the use of foreign substances. The assertions, however, are completely false. That's a short statement and an interesting statement. They said a particular agent, baseball has been unwilling to give Boris the time of day. They can't stand him, so they won't mention his name, and it drives me crazy. Mention his name. It is predictable that players represented by Scott Boris make false accusations. Period. It is predictable that players represented by Scott Boris have been elected to the executive council because Scott Boris runs the union pretending he doesn't. It is predictable that players represented by Scott Boris would say things about baseball that are in the best interest only of Scott Boris's players. It is typical and predictable that a player represented by Scott Boris would say something that is so patently false because Scott Boris wouldn't know the truth if it hit him in the face. But no, baseball wimped out. They wouldn't mention his name. And what you should all be more upset about, because I am, because this all goes away. This is a lot of talk and a lot of insanity right now. Bringing, it's negative for baseball. There's no doubt about that. It's distracting. We should be talking about the San Francisco Giants, how they're tied with the White Sox for the best record in baseball, how anyone could win the World Series some of the great pitching and hitting that's going on. Talk about Shohei Otani. Instead, we're talking about this negativity, negativity. Makes me insane. 
the way this ends is that at the end of the season, when the collective bargaining agreement is running out, I believe it runs out on December 31st, the owners are going to vote to lock out the players before the players have a chance to vote for a strike. There's such anger and rancor between the two sides that an issue like this, where position players are saying they've gone too far, they're saying pitchers have gone too far, but the union is going to go further. The owners are going to go further to protect what they got in the last several collective bargaining agreements, which granted were very much slanted their direction. But when December 1st comes along, the people who suffer will be you. But you know what? My prediction, I'm sticking to it. There's going to be a lockout, but we're not going to miss any time in 2022. They can't be that stupid. Can a particular agent be that stupid? Today, many small business owners are busier than ever because they are focused on managing and growing their business. They can't always spend the time they wish they could on recruiting. That's why LinkedIn Jobs has made it easier to find and hire the best candidates for free. LinkedIn's got a network of over 740 million professionals. It's a pretty simple process. LinkedIn Jobs will help you hire the right person for your role, and your first job post is free. Wait, only the first, Coca? Just visit linkedin.com slash Samson. Again, linkedin.com slash Samson. Post your first job. It's free. Terms and conditions apply. I haven't read the terms. I haven't read the conditions, but I know your first one's free. Just do linkedin.com slash Samson. And I may even respond, because after today's show, I may need a job. You know who's on LinkedIn right now looking for a job? Stan Van Gundy. What about the day in the NBA yesterday? Scott Brooks can't come to an agreement as coach of the Wizards, so he's gone. What that means is they fired him. Stan Van Gundy after one year in Memphis. Memphis. Cut that, Coca. Stan Van Gundy, 68, 75, 69. What a time in the NBA. Stan Van Gundy, after one year in New Orleans, gone. Does anyone remember the show from October 22nd, 2020? Anyone? Well, I had to wait to see that day. Wait to see is when I say something's going to happen. And either way, I'm going to revisit it. There were two wait to sees on October 22nd. First one is that the Pelicans would be led to the playoffs by Stan Van Gundy. The second one was Stan Van Gundy would not make the four years of his contract. He'd get fired. Well, the Pelicans didn't make the playoffs. That's a loss. But he didn't last four years. That's a yes. Wait to see. Stan Van Gundy doesn't last all four years. But what's fascinating about this story, absolutely staggering, is the truth serum that came out about the firing. What have you heard me say is so important for coaches to be able to do this day and age and why some of the old-time coaches just it's not working out? You've got to be able to relate to your players and you've got to be able to have a good relationship with your owner. The owner of the New Orleans Pelicans is a person named Gail Benson. I'm just going to throw something out here, Coca, and I'm so sorry. We didn't discuss this pregame either last night or this morning. And I may be making this up. Is Gail Benson the owner of the New Orleans Saints by chance? Do you know that, Coca? 
check it. Is Gail Benson the owner of the New Orleans Pelicans? Yes and yes. Is Gail Benson the one who by chance is quite politically conservative? I'm just asking. I'm just spitballing here. Is Stan Van Gundy the guy who got on Twitter and got so many followers so quickly and his entire feed is based on his politics and he is to the left of center, to the left of the left of center, just a little bit to the left of the left of the left of the left, right to the left of center? Turns out he and Gail Benson don't see eye to eye because one person wants an eye for an eye. Do I know for a fact that that's why Gail Benson and Stan Van Gundy didn't get along. Are you kidding me? We could have seen this from a thousand miles, Vanessa Carlton, a thousand miles. Stan Van Gundy, old school gruff, trying to deal with Zion Williamson, who's already rich and already been given everything he wanted. Ingram, the other foundation of the team, he never got those guys on his side. He never got Gail Benson to appreciate what he could do as a coach. And certainly she didn't appreciate what he did as a man. When you add it all up, what do you get? You get a firing. And what I found interesting is that normally you're not going to read that. Normally there will be a release by the team. The Pelicans have decided to split from Stan Van Gundy. Go a different direction. They had David Griffin out there talking their GM. GMAB. It makes him look bad. Sam Van Gundy is not going to get another job coaching. He'll certainly get another job. He's really good in the media. He's interesting. He's been part of Lebitard Group. He could end up back on the pirate ship. But what's interesting to me is that Stan Van Gundy's time has come and gone, not because of his politics, because of the way he coaches. Why does Jeff Van Gundy not get another job? He's always rumored. I mean, he loves what he does. He's a top analyst. Stan Van Gundy could become an analyst too. He was really good at that when he was doing it. These guys are old school. I want defense. I want hard work. I want practice. Players today want three-pointers. They want dunks. They want commercials. They want rest. Practice? Practice? Hey, <laughs> oh, Stan, I'm sorry. The good news is you got Gail to give you four years. So you're getting three years. That means every two weeks you're getting a deposit in your bank account, direct deposit, and you don't have to go through the aggravation. Now, of course, someone's going to come into New Orleans and Zion is going to keep getting better. It's sort of like what happened with Mark Jackson in Golden State when Steve Kerr took over and started winning titles left, right, and center. New Orleans has a good team. I'm sorry you're not going to be a part of it, but if you're not going to be a part of it, you might as well get paid. Speaking of getting paid, when we come back, we're going to talk about two actors who got paid and then we're going to talk a little NFL because they released a memo that's going to knock your socks off. We'll be right back. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to Nothing Personal. My name is David Sampson. Show today is brought to you by LinkedIn. 
Make sure you go to linkedin.com slash Samson. First job post is for free. Make sure you go to the YouTube channel. Can you please subscribe? I know that you see Levitard on YouTube and you subscribe because he told you to. Please just go to YouTube and subscribe, even if you're listening to this show. And please follow, rate, review, unsubscribe, resubscribe to the podcast on Apple. I think that matters. I can't figure out why. And keep telling your friends about it. We're going to review movies, not just on other people's pods. We do it here every day. Every day, Coke and I are with you. There's a new network. It's called Paramount Plus. Remember all those commercials we had to do because CBS made us? We had to talk about all these guys climbing the mountain like Jeff Probst and all these other CBS people. Well, Paramount Plus has started and it's cool. There's a lot of great movies I like to watch, all the TV shows I like to watch. I'm in. They released a new movie and I watched it. It's starring Mark Wahlberg. Do you know who that is? I love him. He's great. Coke can't stand him. I don't know why. I think he's jealous of his biceps. I think he's jealous that Mark Wahlberg's an underwear model. Did you know that, Coca, that he's Marky Mark? And that he was an underwear model for Calvin Klein? I bet you didn't. You're too young for that. So Mark Wahlberg starts and he stars, and here's the concept of Infinite on Paramount Plus. It's a Paramount Plus original movie. The concept is that people get reincarnated. And there's a certain number of people get reincarnated time and time again, and they remember their past lives and the skills they had, and they bring those skills to bear in each future life. But there's bad guys who are reincarnated also, and they want to end the world because they're so sick of being reincarnated. The bad guys played by Chiwetel Ejiofor from Love Actually, married to Keira Knightley. You may know him as the Oscar winner from 12 Years a Slave, and he's the bad guy in this movie. He looks bad. He's all bald with the big goatee. Payday. Payday alert for an Oscar winner. Payday alert. It's an action movie. It's a car chase, big budget movie. Paramount put a lot of money behind it. It's a great concept. The execution puts the P in poor. The whole movie puts the M in mediocre. It's called infinite. We've seen a lot of movies about people who live forever, right? It doesn't end well. You don't want to die young, but you don't want to live forever. Somewhere in between is what people shoot for until you get to that point, and then you shoot for more, I guess. So the NFL has a situation on their hands, and they're dealing with it in a way that is so blatantly obvious that I wish they had just come out and said it. But the NFL is just smarter than MLB. Everything they do, I'm so jealous. Not anymore. I don't care anymore. But I used to be so jealous of them and the way they did PR and the way that all of you didn't care if the NFL had a misstep, you were all in. Well, the NFL did something smartly because they got the NFL PA, the Players Association, to agree and work together on next season's COVID-19 protocols. And they released them yesterday. And I wanna point out a couple things. When you release COVID protocols and you change the rules, for what happens for players who are vaccinated versus what happens for players who are not vaccinated. And you make it so weighted against players who are not vaccinated. You've got to come out with a statement that says the union and the owners all agree that being vaccinated is the smart way and only way to get this country open again. Meanwhile, New York and California opened again, New York, achieved 70% vaccination rate, Florida opened again, they couldn't give a crap about vaccinations. 
Thank you, Ronnie boy. So the NFL should have just said, we want our players vaccinated, so we are punishing them if they don't get vaccinated. Just have the cojones to say it. But the NFL, with their perfect image, never wanting to be unpopular, they just release these protocols and they bury the lead, L-E-D-E. They bury it. If you're fully vaccinated, there are no restrictions on any social opportunities, any media opportunities, any marketing opportunities, any sponsorship opportunities. You can do whatever you want. You want to go to a party? You want to eat chicken wings or buffalo wings at a strip club? Have at it. Want to go to a birthday party at a strip club? Have at it. You want to do a photo shoot at a strip club? Have at it. You want to film a commercial at a strip club? Have at it. But you better prove you're vaccinated. Because if you're not vaccinated, guess what? No strip club for you. No sponsorship activities at all. No marketing activities at all. They are making it a financial penalty to players who do not get vaccinated. And I love it. And they got the union to agree to it. So I love it even more. They're making them get tested every day if they're not vaccinated. Every day they have to get tested, these players who choose for whatever reason because they don't have enough information. I'm thinking about Sam Darnold. This is a response that the union agreed to, to sell out their players who aren't vaccinated with this agreement because they don't have enough information. They want professionals to teach them about it. Just get the damn shot. Travel restrictions, everything. Physical distancing, you can't eat with your friends, your teammates. But if you're vaccinated, it's right there, black and white. You can sit 10 to a table of five and do, what's it called, Coca? Oh my God, I love doing this. Is it called Dirty Bird? Come on, Coca, stay with me. The thing where you, Baby Bird, where you feed people from mouth to mouth. I think that's called Baby Bird. Normally that's a few drinks in in the middle of the night after you've been dancing all night, but that happens. Is that what it is, Coca? I can't remember. Coca thinks it's disgusting. That's because you haven't done it with the right people. Okay. I'm sorry about the pick of the day, unless you're a Yankee fan. I do it just because I want the Yankees to win. When are you guys going to pick up on the fact that when I pick against the Yankees, I'm doing it because I need the Yankees to win because I picked them to go to the World Series and lose to the Braves and they got to get their acting gear? Garrett Cole beat the Blue Jays. We're 78 and 60. Well, we're going to the NBA for tonight's pick of the day. Remember we said there's three, there are going to be three series tied at two? Well, now there have been three game fives. Last night, two road teams won. The Atlanta Hawks beat the Sixers, the number one seed in the East, and the Clippers beat the Jazz, the number one seed in the West. On the road, both of them. How about that? Well, the Bucks lost to the Nets on the road in game five, but now they're home for game six. They're favored by five and a half. That series is going seven because I love Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is the best player on the court. No doubt about that. But Kevin Durant is not a spring chicken anymore. He's been around forever. He's only 32. I thought he was 50. He played for the Seattle Sonics for crying out loud. For crying out loud. You know, I love you. Oh my God, I just realized that the entire audience doesn't know what that is. Like a bat out of hell, be gone till the morning comes. Anyway, whatever. Kevin Durant can't have the type of game he had in game five. Bucks are going to cover the five and a half, and that's going seven. That's the pick of the day. So I'm not going to pick against the Mavericks 
because the Mavericks are out of the playoffs. I'm not going to talk much about the Mavericks because we covered them. But something happened yesterday. Yes, it did. So I got an update. Update alert. Update alert. Can we have music, Coca? Something for update alert? Is there anything you can play? Do you have any buttons on your soundboard that can be the update music buttons? Dun, da, da, da. I don't like that one. Let's do like um, Baba O'Reilly from The Who. Let's make that like our update music. Or maybe Athena. Something good. Or we could do some Zeppelin. Hey, hey, what can you do? I got a girl and she won't be true. Update. Donnie Nelson, gone. 24 years in the organization. The GM of the team. 24 years. The son of the old Don Nelson, the guy getting stoned in Hawaii right now, the great player for the Celtics, great coach, coached the Bucks, coached the Mavs. His son started working for the Mavs as an assistant coach to his father, worked his way up, has been running the team. He's been there 24 years. All of a sudden, there was an article leaked. Who leaked it? Donnie Nelson did. That there's this guy, a former gambler named Vulgaris, who has Mark Cuban's ear. And they don't like it very much. Well, Donnie Nelson got fired. When there's a power struggle going on in a team, and I've been a part of many power struggles, you're likely going to want to take the side of the owner because the owner is going to win almost every time, like 99% of the time. Now, in a mailbag episode, or was it on Levitard? I can't remember where, something, I gave examples where I stood my ground firmly. Not many over 18 years, but I did and said, I need this. I need this. I need this. I think Donnie Nelson went into Mark Cuban and said, you got to get rid of Vulgaris because it's not good for the team. Donnie Nelson, the guy who found Dirk Nowitzki. Donnie Nelson, the guy who found Luca. But Donnie Nelson is gone. Mark Cuban made a nice statement. Thank you so much for 24 years of great service. We wish him nothing but the best. They always have to put the family too. We wish him and his family nothing but the best. Do you know how many owners wish employees and their families nothing but the best after they fire them? All of them. Do you know how many actually care? None of them. We wish you nothing but the best. Well, I got a definite surprise for you. I guarantee you what happens here. This power struggle, which was won by Vulgaris, he's going to get a title change. Right now, he's like director of quantitative research. He's not going to be the GM. The way these power struggles work is that the player and the, not the player, stop it, Coca. 70, 68, 69. The way this works is that when there is an executive who has the ear of the owner, that executive is not going to be named to the top spot immediately because the owner has to make it as though that that executive is not the one running the show. Now, remember, this is not about, for all of you reading reports about Luca and the fact that he loved Donnie Nelson, he doesn't like Vulgade. Remember all that, those reports coming out? And all of you worried that Luca won't sign his extension? It doesn't matter who Luca likes. Luca's very upset that Donnie Nelson got fired, I promise you that. 
but you think he's not going to sign his five-year, $205 million Supermax extension now that he was named to the All-NBA team? You bet your bippy that he's going to sign. But Mark Cuban is now under the, what's it called, the hex? Under the, what's it called, Coca? Under the spell, I think is what I'm thinking of. Under the spell of Vulgaris. And it's not ending anytime soon. But my wait to see is that he's going to get a new title, but he will not be in charge of basketball operations because this is power struggle 101. He eventually will be the GM of the Mavericks, mark my word, but not today and not tomorrow. There will be another person brought in to run the organization. That person will learn quickly that Vulgaris is the guy. And then next time around, he'll get another promotion to run the team. That's how it's going to happen. So Donnie Nelson gone from the Mavericks. Hmm. What else is going on in basketball? Something I got to mention before we go today. It's the last story of the day. And it's one that uh, Coke and I spoke quite a bit about. So LeBron James has a big following. I mean, compared to Ronaldo, he's me. Or he's Coca. He's both of us. But LeBron James has a platform like we do here, like you all do, as you remember from the times of COVID, we all have a platform. How do you use that platform? LeBron James has been using Twitter way more often as his platform to communicate. And he said something yesterday that bothered me quite a bit. Forget the way in which he said it, because that bothered me too. I have a disagreement with Coke about this. I'm a grammar snob. I admit it. I am a grammar snob. If you are going to write something, please just use correct grammar. Use correct spelling. Take a beat. Take a breath. LeBron tweeted about the injuries and how angry he is about these great players being injured after Kawhi Leonard was ruled out of the Clippers series. By the way, Paul George really stepped up. And if Clippers fans think that they're going to ride Paul George to the title, I got a surprise for you. NGTH. Not going to happen. He did ride them to a big road victory over the Jazz last night, but I wouldn't exactly count the Jazz out. So Kawhi Leonard may have a knee injury. He's out. Bunch of different All-Stars are out. Jalen Brown with the Celtics. He never made it into the playoffs. Remember him? Anthony Davis missed time. Remember that? Harden, Kyrie Irving are missing time with the Nets, even though Harden's back, sort of. Donovan Mitchell with his ankles missed some time. Mike Conley of the Jazz, he missed time too. How about Joel Embiid? Now Kawhi Leonard, all of these All-Stars. So LeBron said the reason this is happening is there wasn't enough time in between last season and this season. It's too much. Normally, the NBA would just let it go. And what I found very interesting is that the NBA now feels like it's on its heels. When LeBron talks, they've got a way whether or not a response is necessary and then get a response out there when it is. And boy, did they ever respond to LeBron James's tweets. Think about the power of LeBron. He tweets something that most commissioners and owners in general, you just ignore it. Let it go. Unless you get impugned like Mike Hill did by Zach Gallen or Scott Boris. Generally, just let the story die. Let LeBron move on to his next tweet, his next thing. 
tweeting about the injuries and how bad it is for basketball, how none of your favorite players are playing. Well, NBA has a spokesman. It wasn't Adam Silver. It wasn't an owner. It was a spokesman. And he said injury rates were virtually the same this season as they were during the 1920 season. While starter level and all-star players missed games due to injury at similar rates as the last three seasons. Basically saying that what LeBron was saying was anecdotal and not based on stats. But then the NBA had to continue their statement because they had to soften it because they said in the beginning, this is how you craft a statement. First you refute and then you make up. Refute, make up. Injury rates are the same, LeBron, you're wrong. Now we're gonna make up. While injuries are an unfortunate reality of our game, we recognize the enormous sacrifices NBA players and teams have made to play through this pandemic. That's the makeup. Makes sense to me. You don't want to start a war with LeBron James. You want simpatico. You want a league where owners and players can work together. In a word, you don't want to be baseball. And the NBA is aware that they're not baseball and they want to stay as far away from baseball as they can get. And the way to stay as far away is to make sure you get the facts out, but you do it by making sure that the player does not have more ability to keep the story going further and further. And the reason that you do all of that, say it with me, it's just business. It's nothing personal. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.